episode 499 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that's given it all we've got. In this episode, we talk about Chronophoto, The Fraud Village, and Scarface 1920. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So beam us up, Scotty, because it's time for another episode. You don't even know how to say frog. by going around the table, which is where we talk about things that are new, fun, and what we can squeeze into our weeks. Patrick, why don't you kick us off? Yes, and hello to Spencer and Ezra that are watching. I will say less expletives right now. Um, (laughs) Okay, so uh, two things I'm going to talk about real quick. One is I want to give a big... Can I I just ask this question? Do you think that he texted you that so you would say less expletives? <laughs> I think it's completely possible. Okay. And I appreciate it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Okay. Like, you got a secret text. <laughs> so first thing I want to do is I want to shout out Creative South that's coming up in, in kind of like a month. I think technically it's five weeks away, but we're at the end of February. It's happening at the end of March. So we're gonna or, or like last day of March, I think, is when it starts. So let's call it a month. Creative South is coming up. If you haven't been to Creative South before, I think it goes without saying that we all recommend that you take the plunge. So tickets are about, I think they're uh, under $500. Let's call it $500, which is fine. Some people are listening and going, $500 for a conference? What? (laughs) Uh, Number one, there's plenty of conferences that cost far more than that. Is that that Tim, the tool man Taylor? No. Yeah. (laughs) That was better. <laughs> um, but realistically, this is the thing I wanted to point out. So we have uh, connections. These are either people that are in our community, people that we've worked with on projects, people that uh, we've learned from or still share with. We have connections that are now four and five and six, I think maybe seven years deep because of our involvement in Creative South. So it's very easy to feel the, I'm paying $500 for three days or four days. That seems like a lot. But realistically, it's a $500 investment into not just what you do, but into who you are. It's like, it's a it's a much larger kind of life thing. And this is going to pay off for years. So $500 is a drop in the bucket based on the return you'll get. Or let me say it another way. It's a drop in the bucket based on the return that I personally have received from Creative South. So please, Creative South, if you're near the area and can drive in, that's awesome. If you aren't, consider uh, picking up a flight. Um, But it's March 30th through April 1st. Please check that out. And if you have any questions about what to expect, what happens, things like that, you can ask us. Uh, But you can ask our community. There's a lot of people in our community that have gone, that have participated, and that will be there this year that will be excited to welcome you in and do the event with you and that stuff. But let me just say one thing. If you go, participate. That's like the big thing. If you mm-hmm. go, don't just sit in a corner the whole week. Don't just like stick to one person the whole week. Go to every event you can sit in. Go to every outing that they do. Try every to find party. different people. Every yeah. single party. It is so, it'll be exhausting. <laughs> it will be overwhelming. <laughs> do every bit of it because that's really when you're going to see a, a significant impact for you, the work you do, etc. 
Creative South. Okay, that's my pitch, creativesouth.com. It'll be in the show notes. Second thing, and this is the last thing for my round the table. I built a computer this week. I got to build another one. It's very exciting, but I wanted to just throw this out there. I got to build in the Silverstone GD11 case for the first time, which is a um, home theater PC case, HTPC. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really know that this segment existed. I was actually looking for something to rack mount, but a, a lot of the rack mount solutions I was looking for um, they actually worked with kind of like enterprise hardware, which I didn't need. I, I wanted to build with um, uh, more like game or production hardware in terms of like the graphics card I was interested in or power supply or, the, or those type of things. But a lot of the rack mount cases, they were kind of incompatible or they would take some modification. And then I learned of the HTPC space, which, by the way, these cases, you, a lot of them you can buy rack mount modifications for. That way you can rack mount them, but they work with all of the hardware you want to use. So whether you're building a gaming PC or whether you're actually building something to serve as a home theater or anything like that. I was building a production computer, but again, I wanted to rack my production computer for several reasons. This fit the bill. It was a breeze to build in. So we, I think I this got put together and... In less than an hour last night, we were installing Windows and starting to download oh, drivers and that type wow. of stuff. That's very different than your the one that's sitting behind the screen right <laughs> it now. Was a, a, I've gotten a little bit better <clears throat> at picking components that actually work together. Um, but I'm excited <laughs> about this one, too, because I think it's uh, it's going to be a pretty stout uh, audio and video editing, uh, editing machine for the price point. I'm very happy for what I paid on this stuff. Now, I will say... The Silverstone cases are a little bit pricey. It's 170 bucks for the GD11, which is their newest one. Uh, the reason you would go with that one is it works with 240 millimeter uh, AIOs or radiators. Um, so if you're going to liquid cool like your CPU or something like that, then this actually supports that. That's why you might go with this over GD10. Um, they, they seem a little bit expensive, but for the purpose that they serve, I think they're awesome value, super easy to build in, ton of room, uh, Great. So if you're looking for something to use, it's kind of like a bulkier, again, like you want a uh, some home solution that you have a hard drive with all of your videos and media and things like that, or, uh, or if you're just looking for something that will sit nicely on a shelf, because like, these are, these will also just sit almost like an oversized VCR or like audio receiver. That's kind of the size, if you yeah. want to imagine that. That uh, fits that form factor. This is a great way to go if you have any questions about it or if you have any questions about putting together components, like figuring out what to buy for, for which situation. Hit me up. I love talking about this stuff. Uh, that's it for me, Lauren. I'll throw it to you. And I said zero curse words, and it's up to you to continue the trend. So, Lauren... <laughs> I, I think it's funny that you're you're like pretending to take the hit on like the person who curses because I feel like it's usually me. <laughs> it is. I, I, I edit. It is. I, I don't know. Patrick says his fair share. Patrick says like inappropriate things, but he doesn't curse. I think. Thank like, you. you know what I'm yeah. saying? They're more racially charged. I like all <laughs> that. The Christian workaround. Yeah, the old Christian. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I think right, we all well, know where um, I was going with that. <laughs> well, I'm just going to keep it short this week and tell you guys about one new show that I checked out, and that is Poker Face on Peacock, which is a gr amazing, amazing new show. I'm completely hooked on this. I watched all eight episodes in two days. I usually don't binge things anymore. I try really, really hard not to, but I was just so excited about the show and I couldn't stop thinking about it that I was like, I gotta, I want to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Um, I'm glad that uh, Kreider's chiming in that he likes it. Um, so this show is like made by Ryan Johnson, um, you know, of Knives Out fame. And it has like a lot of 
Ryan Johnson isms, I would say. And the kind of like premise of the show is uh, it's just Natasha Leone running around the country solving crimes through her kind of semi superpower of being able to tell when people are lying to her and then just kind of being empathetic and being a really good listener and being able to like talk to anybody. And it is a really, really, really good show. Yeah. I've heard that there's some, I'm literally talking to someone today who said they're watching this really great show on Peacock that they can't remember the name of. And I'm guessing this is it. Yeah. I mean, I only watch like three things on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, the trailer looks awesome. I love the people involved, heard good things, but no, I, I haven't dug into it yet. Yeah, I think it's it's really cool show. It's very like episode of the week, you know, um, like you can remember very easily like which episode is which because they're like very succinct and like closed in stories, you know. So it's like, oh, this is the uh, the gas station one. This is the retirement home one. The uh, the race car one. Like, there's all these kind of cool setups because it's it's an interesting setup because it is like very much a detective show. Like all the reviews that I've listened to or read compared to Columbo or Murder She Wrote, but I've never watched Ooh. either of those shows, so I can't tell you if it's. Really I love like both those. of those shows. So yeah, okay. Yeah, that made yeah. Me so, more excited to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's like a perfect like explanation. Like every episode has like a very similar formula where you like see the crime happen and then you're watching everyone else like figure out how to do it. It's not really a, a whodunit. It's a, I heard this term today, a how catch them, which is like this version of it where it's like, you know, who committed the crime. You're not trying to figure it out. You're trying to see how they, how or if they will get caught, you know? Yeah. Is how catch them related to Ash? Or <laughs> I think definitely. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. The like supporting cast is really cool. Uh like every episode has different kind of like um guest stars that are like all actors you recognize, but not always people you know their names. Like you're like, oh, I know that guy from this movie, and you'll remember them, but not necessarily their name. Uh, but I, I think it's just like a really good show. Like I said, I was so addicted that I just like binge this super, super fast and love like just what this show is doing like it's a really really cool show it's really stylish it's really fun like every episode feels very pleasant and satisfying and like wraps up really well but it still feels like intricate and complicated and surprises you sometimes so i just think like poker face is absolutely worth checking out if you have a peacock subscription and just like as a, a tip if you have if you pay for cable you almost always are guaranteed that you have a peacock subscription you just log in through your cable um, hmm. so that's just a good tip to know. Cause like, I don't pay for Peacock additionally. I have it through my cable package. Cause like I'm yeah. paying for all the NBC shows that it advertises or whatever. So it's just attached. Okay. I didn't realize you had cable. That seems like oh, news yeah. to me. Okay. I watch so much TV. Like how would I watch all my Bravo shows? Like <laughs> I think I have a to... little less of you, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. I use it though. Like it's not wasted. <laughs> no, of all the people to have it, you're the person who should. You, <laughs> there's six people on the planet who still have cable and you're one of them and it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it makes total sense. <laughs> you're probably paying less than what I'm paying for all of the others. I was counting at lunch today. I think I have six services <laughs> that I pay for independently. Okay. I was like, that one wraps up quite a few, but I still pay for like, you know, well, like Netflix and Hulu or sorry, Disney and Hulu are together and then Netflix and, um, I have other subscriptions like through sharing and things. So there's just, just adds up, but I have a lot covered through sharing. I love that. I love that little catch all <laughs> illegality. <laughs> I had a, I, well, like it? I share with my brother to be honest. So like, that's like the main person I share with. And, and like, you guys are practically, you guys are practically siblings. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't count. Cause like, if you live like together, six, you'd share. Like six months ago, maybe that I decided to go through subscriptions 
and uh, cancel ones that I wasn't using that much. And I ended up saving $220 a month. What were you canceling? Like, what What did you not enjoy? Or like, Hustler or like- TV. Playboy <laughs> TV. <laughs> all the big ones. Cinemax. Yeah, all the, all the important ones. <laughs> I mean, it's it's other things like uh, more expensive services too, like a Dropbox or something like that. But it was just... Uh, not, just K- being, not just TV streaming services. Right. Not just TV, exactly. Not saying there's like, not $200 I like, I don't of even streaming. I think like, but most of mine add up to quite like that much more than $50. So like, Maybe just check I mean, a the bank cable statement. Does, but... Yeah. It's, it's more than I thought. I was uh, disappointed in myself. You can use, not sponsored, Rocket Money to do that. It'll it'll compile all of your, your monthly okay. subscriptions. I know it will. So, so two things. One, it'll compile. But number two, they'll cancel on your behalf. They'll cancel for you. Again, and not sponsored. It just seems <laughs> yeah. like the peak of like millennial anxiety or something like that, that uh, we can't face... A customer service rep to cancel a subscription. I'm not not everybody can should... be as as cold hearted as you when you're talking with people on the phone. No, I've I, heard... I take anxiety medicine, so like I'm <laughs> I also have this, but I'm just saying that it it's just uh it is very interesting to me to to kind of to see how people have pulled back from. They pay a monthly subscription to for rockets to, to avoid exactly. talking to people. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. An intermediary, <laughs> like take something that they already own. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah. Like the right to cancel. It's uh, it, we need to go more in depth on this later because I think it's a fascinating. You, we need a whole hour just for that for you. Yes. Yeah. It'll be it'll be uh, cathartic. Yeah. That's yeah. really all I wanted to talk about. It. We're keeping it short this week. Uh, Mando comes back tomorrow, which I'm really excited about, and. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, um, I will round the bases here. So I got something in the mail today. Uh, actually, I got two things in the mail today, but um, one of them was a nice little surprise. So I'm going to show you real quick. I got this uh, little card. It says, hello. Um, there's things inside, a nice little message inside. But uh, Land and World, Mariana Kuntz, sent me just uh, just a little care package of all of her new, like, Disney apparel thing. So she's got like her Disney oh, nice. nerd pins. Yeah. And then I've seen a few of these. Yeah. Pin that says, uh, or a button that says, take me to Disneyland and tell me I'm pretty, um, which is every boy's dream. And then mm-hmm. a, a bunch of stickers, including her new I heart Pedro Pascal. <laughs> That's I need to buy that for my uh, friend. That's so funny. I don't need another Disney mug like- said no one ever. And you know, her <laughs> just a couple of these fun ones. And then here's this uh, little Pedro Pascal. It oh says, gosh. uh, it says, um, daddy is a state of mind. I'm your dad. Yes, yes. So classic Pedro Pascal quote. Um, but then the other thing that I did know, just, I was like, live in Pedro Pascal's world right now. Yeah. Well, we I think we all yeah we all are. Um, the other thing is something that I that I actually bought um, through a friend. So uh, Jamie Ogle, uh, she's a, a Disney artist friend um, who was at the Festival of the Arts right in the last week. Um, of the festival, which was, I think, last week. Um, and you guys know I like Mr. Eyes. That's the artist who does all the stuff for Gideon. Um, and he was there doing a signing, and he had some products that weren't Gideon's. They were just Mr. Eyes. Um, and so she she picked up a, a set of these things that I'm going to show you in just a second. But um, she also mm-hmm. sent me this little sticker and, and button. It's like a set, nice satin feel. It's got his logo. Uh, it says Mr. Eyes, which is super cool. It's got this kind of creepy skull. Cute slash creepy skull again if you don't like the gideon's characters you won't you won't dig this but um <laughs> yeah. but this is 
beautiful. Um, he had a, a pin set, um, a Mr. Eyes pin set called Portrait Pins. And think, Lauren, you're going to really like these. So they are, they're like that antique nickel. And it's got like the beading around it that looks like an old brooch. Mm-hmm. And then it's got the bubble, like the like that rubberized bubble on top yeah. of it. So it looks like a, a like a vintage like la, um like lapel campaign pin or something like that. And it's got two of his characters. Mm-hmm. Um are they like pin back or or, or like Yeah, they're pin back. It's, pin. They're actually double pin back. Yep. Okay, yeah. Execution, yeah. uh a hundred out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Do you still like don't like characters. You don't I like the style. Like yeah. I just don't yeah. like them. But execution's awesome. It's no, absolutely I like phenomenal. I, I don't wish know. they were like gold frames to match that like drawing more. But other than that, I think they're like amazing. To match which drawing more? The, the one you just held up. Because they were like kind of Just saying the portrait. She frames. feels like aesthetically gold would fit better. Yeah, oh. just because they're kind of sepia toned. I just think that would look nice. Sure. Well, sepia. It doesn't, it doesn't fit the theme of like his general aesthetic, which is more like oh. gothic themed, right? Like so... Um, yeah, you know, I like you know, like the brushed gold or whatever, like the dark. Sure, not yeah, like I could see tiny. that. Can I just say, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Sale just said the word gothic and did not reference Gothic Castle from the Arrested Development. <laughs> we are on a time limit today, Patrick. Yeah, holy cow! <laughs> all right, the Gothic Castle. There we um, go. All, all right, right. all is right with the world now. Everything has been set. Uh, I think I just did the hand gesture that. That they do on SNL when they're doing Trump impressions. I just did this. Doesn't he do that a lot? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's it. I, I got those, uh, that nice little mail day today. One was unexpected. The other one um, was expected. But in person, these these pins came out phenomenally. So if you if you are into any of um, that kind of style of art, um, again, if you're not watching this, you don't see this. But look up Mr. Eyes. And I don't know if he has these on his website or not. He had them in person. Um, but you can check that out and get stuff uh, get stuff from him if you like it. Great. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be it for our Around the Table. Up next, let's hit up some master categories. Every week we talk about the dice we rolled the week before. Those give us our categories. We pick our topics based on those very categories. Um, and Lauren, why don't you kick us off? Because you're the only one who had to pick something. Yeah. We got 20s. Yeah, you guys were lucky. Yeah. I, I got the closest thing to a failure, which was just a regular category. <laughs> um, and I got podcast slash YouTube. So um, I am going to talk about a TikTok video that I saw this week because this is honestly my favorite thing that I've seen on the internet uh, in a long time. And now I have been watching their videos. <laughs> so I feel like it counts to TikTok in this category. Um, so I, I'm going to post a link to the video if you guys want to watch it while talking about it and describing it. But the, the gist of this mm-hmm. is that this this guy discovered that a frog was living in a like hollow part of the fence in his backyard. And um, he just like for fun, because he had a 3D printer, wanted to make a little house for the frog. So he just made this little like just, you know, like what you would think like a square with a triangle on top house that fits on top of uh, the fence post and so the little frog could hang out there and it took a little while for the frog to like get used to it but like eventually he he got excited about it and now this has expanded into like improving this and like you can see the video now so like he has like a side pool and everything and like they made it so like um, rain can drop in here so that he can like stay nice and wet and then there's like um, a light to attract bugs and like everything you could ever want for like a happy frog life and then like the internet as they're watching all these videos kept suggesting things so it keeps adding on to like they have a side pool with plants and then yeah here you go you can see it now and then there's like a, a 
section underneath where they can like hide from predators because this like uh, possum starts showing up and they're worried that they'll eat it. But it turns out possums don't actually eat frogs. They just hang out and they're now everyone's friends and they made a possum house and they just keep adding to this. And like more frogs started to hang out because this is like the best place you could ever live if you were a frog. And so the frogs eventually have babies. And he's like, well, where are we going to put all these tadpoles? So he invented like a system where like the tadpoles can be in a bucket and they can like um, like grow in the bucket and then like a pipe so they could climb up when they're big enough and like hang out in the pool on top and everything. And now this is like huge frog village that he has 3D printed in his yard. And it's like the cutest thing in the world. And it is so nice. Um, like he has like started selling like um, the kind of extended frog village that he made like for the tadpoles like online so if you have frogs in your backyard you can now participate in something fun like this there's also live streams where you can watch the frogs just like hanging out um i actually really enjoyed watching one of just like like this video of like just the tadpoles like swimming around and like eating stuff and just hanging out living nice tadpole lives it's just like a really like wonderful and nice thing that (laughs) exists on the internet and like i feel like this kind of stuff like only comes up because tiktok exists it like people just share like these really random things that they're doing and like because people made suggestions it made it even better and now this frog literally lives like the best life ever and i I just love this story of frodrick the frog and his little frog village (laughs) so okay so many so many things i i thought when we were texting ahead of time to figure out what our topics were and you said fraud village and then you put in parentheses yes uh i meant to say fraud not frog don't worry it's part of the story i thought there was fraud like somebody <laughs> like i was picturing like financial like, yes i thought I, that's what i thought was happening and it was just a play on words and i was so excited for this like crazy story of because oh I, I had such little context right such yeah, little context yeah, yeah. i had a two-sentence context um that is a very different story than what I was anticipating yeah. <laughs> going into this. I was like, how are they taking advantage of frogs? I don't get it. Like, who is financially, like, <laughs> taking advantage of these frogs? It was just... No one is... It, there's no bad parts of this story. It is just nice and good. And it yeah. Is a story I kept waiting for awesome it to turn. I kept waiting for the... I kept, I kept waiting, waiting for, like, for the, the possum to, to eat the frogs or something bad to happen. And literally nothing bad happens at all. This is just the nicest little corner, like, in the world world in australia i guess like (laughs) where all the animals live in peace and just hang out in this cute little 3d printed village that truly was a feel-good story that i was not anticipating i was waiting i just like i was like okay people don't even know what's coming up buckle up guys yeah it's nice and sweet but wait until fraud happens (laughs) does it frustrate you that nothing bad happened no, I'm happy, but my body doesn't just, know what to do with the He's just expecting e- something different. I actually like that, like, th- that would be like the, the like dark and gritty movie remake of this cute fraud story. <laughs> so Frodrick is the frog's name. Yeah. And that, yeah. that okay, yeah. I'm I love the, with it now. I mean, okay, not that everything has to have a takeaway, but I love the idea that he could have made House One. And, yeah, and, uh, and, 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 and that could have been it. it. Like people leave comments, and, and people always leave comments about stuff. But they can go do their own thing. Like if they if they care, make them do it. And that could be the end of it. But because he decided to keep responding to what was coming in, it's now developed into this like pretty pretty awesome moment. And, and sudden who knows valley. what it means? Like yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It sounds like a salad dressing. <laughs> Uh, and, and who knows what it means uh, long term. But but in any case, it's just a, a really cool thing that 
we wouldn't be talking about if he just yeah. decided to yeah. not listen to people and just leave it in first iteration. Well, it's kind of funny, too, because like in the video, you, when he's talking, you can hear him say like, and then people left comments. And I thought it was going to be like people being mean. And he's like, he's like, but I thought all these ideas were so great and I wanted to use them and just make this better. <laughs> See, you thought something was going south, too. I did, I'm not too. Feeling- more than once, more than once when I was watching it, I was like, OK, something bad's going to happen. Like, like I said, he's going to like hate all these comments or someone's going to be like, you're abusing these frogs or like the possums eat the frogs or owls come or something bad. And like, no, it's just nice. <laughs> were those possums? I think they're a different kind of like I some sort of marmoset they, he like, calls it a possum and i think in australia that is what they call possums but okay. it's not what we in america call possums that's not a domesticated uh united states of america possum when when you guys are talking about your topics i'll try and look up what animal that is good yeah don't don't listen <laughs> An to australian possum um <laughs> that, that's ideal well that's a fun i like that that's i yeah. so i get to put the together the graphics for things um, yeah, and I was already trying one. to figure out how I was going to have to, how, what I was going to have to do to convey the fraud. <laughs> to incorporate frog fraud. <laughs> yeah, frog fraud. <laughs> I'm like, how do I, okay, I hope there's some graphic, but now I can just do a, a, a shot frogs. of this in beautiful frog village. <laughs> yeah. If you want to um, check this out, the user on TikTok is called Unknown Daza, D-A-Z-Z-A, and uh, I'll put a link in the show notes and everything. It is very Perfect. fun to follow. Perfect. All right, Lauren, why don't you hand it to me so that we can end on Patrick's Correct. game? Go for it, Andrew. Okay. So this week I got uh, 20, and that is exciting because I got a game in this past week, um, like two days after after we uh, aired our last episode, that I have been waiting for for a long time on Kickstarter. In fact, I believe I talked about the game um, uh, over a year ago when I first backed it on Kickstarter, but that game is called um, Scarface 1920. So I'm going to show you, uh, for those of you who are watching, this is the box. Um, cool. The box art is phenomenal. And if you just want to get like a, an idea for for size, how like um, compared to something, here's a, a big box. <laughs> here's a regulation can of of Coke Zero. It's so in big comparison. It it between himself and the camera without. <laughs> it's like two and a half. The, the box is like two and a half cans of soda um, tall. Okay. And then it's deeper than that as well. It's a big old box. What, Patrick? I'm not commenting on it. There could be kids watching. Go ahead. Okay, I see. Um, <laughs> yeah, no That's called restraint, and I applaud Thank you for you. it, Patrick. Um, so Scarface 1920 is a game by Reds in Games, and um, it is a... Um, thematically, it is a game that is uh, based on the 1920s to 1930s Prohibition era Chicago. Uh, and so you go as you you are um, rival gangs and your whole purpose of the game is to amass wealth by doing um, one of a couple things. Um, primarily, you're, you're trying to gain money, trying to gain influence, and you're trying to hone in on other people's territories to sell um, booze and guns. That's really what it is. So you set up these different businesses like brothels, casinos, um, speakeasies, and then nightclubs to help... Um, gain enough money that by the end of the era sims um maybe i've never played never played that (laughs) that's what it kind of sounds like to me okay um if you've ever played the game black orchestra which i've talked about on the show before um or i think luke actually talked about it on the show initially um black orchestra is a game um very similar to this but it takes place in in nazi germany um during world war ii and you're trying to kill hitler 
um, you're trying to come together and kill Hitler. This is not a co a co op game. This is a um, you are going against the other players, um, and ultimately there will be a winner. It is a heavy game um, in terms of investment. You're invest you're going to invest at least ninety minutes. Um, 90 to 150 minutes is what the game um, the game box says. It can play from one to four players, so there is a solo mode. I'm going to show you some of the really cool components of it, and then I'm going to talk about the gameplay with Patrick, because Patrick and I um, sat down and played it together. So let me grab the components. I just want to say it's not similar to Black Orchestra. I mean, like, thematically, we talked about a couple games that it feels like, but in terms of play, I, I wouldn't say that it's it's similar. I think it's fairly different. Uh, I mean, there are there are triggering events like raids and uh, news events that are based on historical accurate moments yeah, that in, make in it their, very much like that. In how they tie in history, it feels like Black Orchestra. I just meant from a mechanic standpoint, I don't think it's like it. There's definitely more to do mechanically for sure. Yeah. So it, you got plus it's you, not co-op and it's not all based around like. A mass resources execute mission because that's all black res- uh, black uh, orchestra is. That's true. This- that is a big piece that's different than it for sure. Yeah. But yes, very much when you're looking at the two games, like if you're just cursory looking at the two games, they they do seem like they're going to be very similar because of how sure. they're like how they're created. You because the the board itself is a massive map of Chicago in 1920, um, and it's divided all out into seven districts, um, much like how Black Orchestra has like the you know, Germany and the the surrounding countries. Um, and you, you kind of traverse around them. So, yeah. um, anyway, the, the components for this game are absolutely phenomenal. So they, they worked with, um, game trays and that was one of the, um, one of the stretch goals. So they worked with game trays. So here's one of the component like containers. If you can see like how everything is packaged oh, in there cool. and Patrick, how much does Andrew love a good packaging for games? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's a it's a 10. So here is um, just a, a sample of what some of these things look like. Like, here's what the money looks like. They're actually they're actually printed. Oh, let's oh, get it to tiny, focus though. a little bit. They're tiny, um, but they're tokens. They're not like they're not paper. Yeah. So it's like really well, like high, yeah. highly, um, highly detailed prints. Um, and then the resources that you use besides money are, like I said, you sell um you sell guns and you sell booze. And so you've got these little, um, these little barrels of whiskey, uh, which are like a really nicely sculpted, um, plastic. They don't like really, really good. Um, and And then then you have barrels of guns and they have guns. Yeah. And then you've got these tiny little, (laughs) tiny little guns. So cute. Um, so you've got that going and then each are Barbie sized guns. Yeah, that's why it's like just so tiny. <laughs> yeah, they're slightly bigger than a Mighty Max, uh, if you have that frame of reference. And then yeah. each each gang, each player has a gang that they represent, and this the gangs come in these containers. So each gang has their own color, um, not just their own color, but each um, each of the components that is um, unique to the character. Um, is a an unique sculpt. So like the thugs look different. There's three different types of thugs in each um in each gang and they all look different from one another. So other than having two different other than having the different colors to communicate the the things, all the sculpts are different. So it's it's yeah. really really well done. And then they're 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 like safe houses all look different too. So they have these they have custom oh, sculpts cool. for each of the safe houses, which is really nice. Besides that, you get um, these 
these trucks and these cars that you can drive around that do various things, which I won't go into all of those things, but you've got vehicles that help you along the way to amass these money, these monies, this money. Um, and then you've got, of course, your, um, your individual, uh, gang leader, your boss. Um, and so these gang bosses, at least some of them are based on real life people who really existed in the time. So in fact, the game is named Scarface 1920 because of, um, Alfonso Capone. So Al Capone, he's one of the main bosses in here. And then uh, the the police chief or the um, the FBI investigator, Elliot Ness, is a real uh, FBI investigator. Is it actually from- like named that or is it like something close enough that you no, know no, no. the reference? Actual okay. names. Yeah. Yep. Um, actual names. And so uh, they and then there are news. There's there's events that get triggered, news events that get triggered. And in those events, they are real headlines from. 19 from the 1920s and 30s so the game works where you go from 1920 it starts you flip over the the first news tile and it's um u.s declared dry okay so it's the the very beginning of prohibition the game ends after a series of events that happen the final event is you flip over the the newspaper that says um prohibition is over and so as soon as that happens the game ends and then you tally up how much you have um, I'm not going to go into the mechanics because there's a lot of mechanics, but I do want to talk about the gameplay for just a second. Patrick, you and I played this game. It took us about two hours once we like got things set up. What were your initial thoughts on the gameplay? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I my knee-jerk reaction is it's too complicated. You just have too many actions you can do. Uh, the game feels simplistic in the sense that um, <clears throat> there's three things you can do on each turn. Uh, and then you know how many of those you can perform. The problem is one of those things is uh, called an order, but there's like 16 different orders. And so when you're trying to learn the game and learn 16 items, that's a ton. And in terms of um, understanding how that's going to benefit you over the course of a game, you just get this feeling of I'm just swinging in the dark. So if you're going to play this a lot, then realistically, it, skill is going to win out. And um, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I, I doubt the characters are balanced, if I'm honest, based on reading the character cards. But I think skill is going to read out, which is maybe a positive. And I'm sure you could maybe develop some fairly unique gameplay because you have so many levers you can pull. But if you're trying to play it the first time or the second time or even the fifth time, I think it's gonna again feel a bit just kind of like i uh, unsatisfying because if you end out on top you're not necessarily gonna know how you got there (laughs) uh yeah so that being said that happened to us so uh we got to the end of the game and the whole game patrick thought he was ahead of me and i thought he was ahead of me and so when we got to the end it was really just confirming what we already knew to be true now there are some secret things that happen where you you don't exactly know how things are going to shake out. There's stuff that happens at the end of the game where you tally up things and it really could push you in one direction or the other. Kind like of like Mario Party. Kind of, yeah, just like Mario Party where you have like bonuses yeah. that, that pop up that you the other mm-hmm. person might not know you've been accumulating or accruing during the game. But the whole mm-hmm. game, I, I thought that I was playing catch up to Patrick the entire time. And in the final round, we tied for the main money that oh. we were taking in. And so, um, for the, just for the final round. So like we both got $91 in the last round. So I thought, well, he's going to, he's just going to kind of like edge me out. And he thought the same thing. Um, 
But then when we tallied up all of our bonuses on top of that, I ended up beating him by like almost 30. And so the margin oh, of wow. error was enough that Patrick didn't know how it happened. And so he started questioning what was happening. It sound like you beat him by like a whole lot. So it was a pretty close game anyway. No, no, no. That is a lot. That is oh, a lot. 30 is a lot? Okay. Yeah, that would I'm be thinking, a lot. It looks like a lot like Monopoly or like that's kind of what it sounds like. So I guess I'm picturing like in that you're dealing in like You're not getting thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like that. So it was it was enough of a margin that- uh, Appropriately scaled as money in the 1920s versus like money in Monopoly. Sure. In yeah, maybe. Yeah. It, it, it adjusted backwards for inflation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adjusted. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> But the- uh, but because of that it it was it brought uh into question like if something was like unbalanced or something was unfair or whatever so that sent me down a, a spiral of well i don't know all i know is i did what what i knew to do and i had to clarify with patrick like you know i'm not cheating right and he said i'm not <laughs> i'm not saying you're cheating he said i know we don't cheat but <laughs> that's what it's kind of that's kind of how it went i'm like I just kept saying, I don't know what to tell you. I did the same thing that you were doing, and I ended up winning. I thought you were going to win, too. I don't know what to say. Well, so um, we also com- – we haven't done it tonight, but we also compared this game a little bit to Brass Birmingham. And, again, yes. that's partly because of the the theming. But Brass is also about managing industries and also moving alcohol a bit. And so there's mm-hmm. there's some elements that feel a little bit similar. And what Brass does is Brass is broken into two – um, I, I think they're called eras mm-hmm. and you have additional things you can do in era too. So in some ways the game is progressive in terms of what you have access to, which is nice, especially on earlier plays because playthroughs, because they limit the scope of, of what you can do. And so you feel a bit more confident in the steps you take because you have less possible steps. Uh, right. So I almost wish the gameplay in this, because this kind of plays through like three, well, depending on how many people, three to five eras, um, or th- it's really like three to five years or, or whatever. Um, I kind of wish this was a bit more progressive in terms of like unlocking more ability as it went mm. on to focus the early rounds. Uh, because again, you get the sense that someone that has played a few times, they're going to know exactly what to do early on. And it's not even going to be close. Like you're not going to have a chance. And in gameplay, as much as I love skill-based gameplay, because I think, games should award the person with the most skill you still want it to be close in order to have that thing called fun which most of us are trying to have (laughs) right and yeah you want other people to want to come back and experience it well at the end of that patrick did not want to come back and experience it i spent several hours then like processing like what happened why why did that happen and so the next morning patrick awoke to i diagnosed everything that happened here's where here's here's what happened and once i explained all of that stuff then patrick said okay i i believe that that's what happened i'm ready to play again <laughs> but it took, it took sometimes you just have to play once to learn all the rules like it sounds like this game is very complicated so like like what, the first time i played Catan was completely different than the second time i played it just because there's a lot to learn all at once and you're like oh now i get it as soon as you've played it once and yeah like, and <laughs> yeah we we didn't know what we didn't know but yeah. um i i am excited to play it again i do want to say one final thing about this game other than i think you should get it um if you're into these kinds of games or just come over and play with us because it's it wasn't yeah. cheap. It wasn't a cheap game, um, and it does take a lot of time to play. Um, the art in this game is phenomenal. There's um, how Patrick, how many? If you had to guess, how many cards there are? Different kinds of cards there are. How, what would you say? 
I mean, I wouldn't. It's going to be hundreds. Yeah, I would say two two and hundred and fifty to three hundred cards probably. Yeah, three hundred was the number that was on my mind. <laughs> and only maybe two of those cards are repeated. So everybody starts with a um, an alcohol dealer and a gun dealer, and so there are four. There are four of each of those cards. Every other card is a has original artwork, original characters, um, full scenery, full character color layout. It is insane how how that how this thing comes together and it is beautiful. For sure, whatever the designer got paid wasn't enough. Absolutely, and so <laughs> because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay them in exposure right now. <laughs> And I'm going to expose myself to all of you. <laughs> His name is uh, Antonio Stapertz or Stapartz. It's S-T-A-P-P-A-E-R-T-S. There will be a link to it in, in the show notes. His artwork is amazing. So um, go check out this game if for no other reason than to see some beautiful stuff. Um, and the miniatures are beautiful as well, right, Patrick? Like all the components are really well executed. Yeah. They don't. They didn't cheap out on anything. Um, and so I'm excited to play it again. There is an expansion. I'm not going to talk about the expansion because we haven't played with it yet. But um, it was it was a good time. But so did Scarface there need to be an underworld and a prison and a whatever the third place was called. It's just so many items. Just, There's so uh, many different things to happen. So okay. Um, but Lauren, when you do come into town, we will play because it is, it is it is a good time, and we'll probably nice. beat you because we'll have experience. And experience yeah, is the like name it. of the game for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will know who to stay away from and, and the right tactics to go toward. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Patrick, I think it's just you, buddy. Great. So for those listening to the episode, this next thing that we're going to do is very visual, and it's what we like to call a game. And because you're listening to the podcast, you don't get to play with us. It's not that we don't like you, but you need to catch the Twitch stream. You need to catch us live on normally Mondays, 7 Central, Today's a little bit different, but don't worry about that. You're not here. Uh, but if you want to know when we go <laughs> yeah, live... Yeah, that doesn't matter to you if you yeah. only listen. <laughs> Join us in Slack. We'll post our updates when we're actually going live. Or just go to twitch.com slash... Or, I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash one podcast and subscribe, and then you'll get alerts uh, when we go live or follow, and you'll get alerts when we go live. Um, and then you won't miss them, and then you'll get to play this game with us. Uh, so, Andrew, why don't you real quick actually take us out of the episode for the podcast listeners, okay. and then we'll play the game. All right. Well, you heard Patrick. You can find us all over the place at mof1.network. While you're there, you can find show notes and links to all the stuff we just talked about, as well as an archive full of incredible episodes from the last eight years of podcasting. Uh, you can listen to us grow up. <laughs> um, and so uh, so you can find us there as well. You can find us all over the Internet at M of one podcast on the socials. Just find us there and hang out with us and chat with us on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And then join us in the chat over at M of one dot network slash slack. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, really a fun time no matter when you show up, because there's people from all over the world in there. So just chat it away and we'll we'll hit you up in there. There's all sorts of topics and fun things. Just join the conversation. Um, other than that, you can find me at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's on the interwebs. Lauren, can people find you anywhere? Yeah, I'm at Not Cool Co. everywhere. You can find me at Big Box. <laughs> oh, I see. Now I get, okay, I'm with you now. Thank you. <laughs> it took a bit. It took a bit, but I'm I'm there. Uh, make sure you tune in next week for episode 500. We have a huge show planned with all sorts of crazy guests, and uh, you won't even believe who's there. Uh, maybe also let us know what you want us to do, because 
so we can plan one. But also, you, um, you should be there. <laughs> uh, episode 500 next week. That's crazy. I can't believe we're almost there. But for now, I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Peace out. Adios. Bye. Bye.